You're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about the swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle. From two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. Hi there guys and welcome to episode 109 of the Swinging Down Under podcast. Our order is the start date today. Three. Now, is the start date relevant to today's episode for the whole length of the episode of people listening to this in three years' time, or is it just relevant to today, 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 right it's now, at this second and this minute? At all. There's, there's no reference to start date. It's, it's not really a thing. Um, I'm glad you're finally admitting it. Oh, no, it's a thing for me. Yeah. It just may not be a thing for our podcast. <laughs> okay, so today's episode, we are. It's a very are, weird thing, though. We've it made is. it to 100 and now back to three. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I like it. Today's episode is all about age gap couples. So we actually spent some time interviewing Mike Concho and Tippy. So we just wanted to give those guys a bit of a shout out. They're ACDC on Twitter and you can hear us reference that later in the podcast. But we did talk about some of the, the barriers, some of the perception, the stigma, all related to being an age gap couple. And some of the successes as well. I and some add. of the successes, absolutely. I mean, little Miss Negative over here. <laughs> little Miss Negative Nelly. Of being an age gap couple in the Don't lifestyle. Do that again. Don't do it? No. Okay. And so we went through some of the, the things that we've experienced. Daryl and I are a 10-year age gap couple and Tippy and Mike are a 20-year age gap couple. Pretty pretty interesting conversation, I thought, all around. You had to disappear though, Daryl. I did. I, you know, unfortunately had this whole work thing that interrupted my social life. Yeah, I stayed on for about an hour and a half after the podcast just chatting away, so there is that. Yeah, well, I mean, you are a talker. That's true. So we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Uh, please give uh, Mike and Tippy a, a, a shout out, a hello, a thank you uh, for their time on Twitter if you can. And you can find that down in the show notes. But otherwise, again, want to thank them for their time coming on the, the podcast today. And if you guys out there have a topic you'd like us to cover, talk about, or even if you want to be on our podcast, just drop you us an email. So no, no, no. Drop us an email on our website or drop us a voicemail there as well. But otherwise, let's, uh, let's get into the episode today. Yay. Hi right, guys and welcome back. We are here with Tippy and Mike Concho. Yes, you heard that correctly, Mike Concho, which I have just been told was a reference out of a movie, Talladega Nights, and uh, apparently that was a, a porn porn name. So, no, no, not porn, just 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 sex, sex just movies. sex videos, sex videos, not necessarily porn, right? Yeah. So we're here with uh, Tippy and Mike, and uh, they're from the USA, and they're going to talk to us about being an age gap couple. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, you guys obviously. We have a time zone differential here, so we appreciate the fact just that... Just a small one. Yeah, just a small it's just one. just the 12 hours. It's easy. That is easy, though. Yeah. 12 hours just, is nice. Just a nice round 12 hours. 100%, yeah. So we wanted to talk to these guys about being an age gap couple. Uh, many of you know that Daryl and I are 10 years apart, and when we started our lifestyle journey, that had, I guess, some interesting perceptions by us that we, I think, might have pushed on to, to other people. And we wanted to talk to other age gap couples about their interactions in the lifestyle. Now, Tippy and Mike, perhaps just give our listeners an understanding of your relationship, your age gap, you know, how you guys met or anything you really want to share just to kind of give the listeners an idea of who you are. Yeah. Okay. So thank you guys for having us. Uh, we are, like they said, Tippy and Mike, and we live in the Midwest in the United States. And we have been together six years, married for five, and there is a 20-year age gap between us. So pretty significant uh, on most scales, I would I would guess. Most people would be like, wow, you know, but I think most people that meet us and get to know us or know us together individually don't realize we're that far apart. I don't know whether that means that I look old <laughs> or... <laughs> 
just so young. Just so yeah, young. it's it's uh, the theory I use is that you're only as young uh, as old as the woman you feel. So you know that makes. I said, uh, yeah, as old as the woman you wake up next to. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yep. so most people don't realize there's 20 years between us, but we, uh, like I said, we've been together six years. But we started becoming friends when I was going through a divorce, actually. So I got married really, really young, and then got divorced really, really fast. <laughs> Thank goodness <laughs> for that. But I was going through my divorce, working in a bar. He would come into the bar, and we became friends, like truly, legitimately friends. And yeah, no benefits, no benefits yeah. at all. Just the, ple- just the pleasure of her company, isn't that right, Mike? Yeah, that's yeah, right. that's right. Well, that's <laughs> I'm helping true. you out, buddy. <laughs> it's true. I invited him out a bunch of times, like trying to get to the benefit portion of it. Oh, look at you there. He- no, that's just not true. That's not true at all. Yeah, go ahead with your story. No, so like, I <laughs> Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. I, that's certainly another one of my plans to life. It's true. But anyway, so we were friends for a couple of years before. I don't really even know how we started dating, to be honest with you. We just like were going out a lot. We were hanging out in the same place with the same people. And then she forced me to, to spend more time with her. That's basically how it happened. You know, very persuasive and forceful, I guess. You smiled and sat on my lap and said, act like you're my boyfriend. <laughs> you're like, and well, that, all right then. Yeah. And my erection did exactly that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we were have been together literally ever since. And yeah. we got married within that first year. And so, yeah, that's that's a little bit about us. So 20 years between us. So tw- 20 years apart. Yeah, and then and then six years together, but five years married. You you popped the question pretty quickly there, Mike. You you obviously just knew you were like she's pretty forceful. Well, I don't want her to chain me up. I'm just going to ask the question now. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that she said you're going to marry me as we was having sex. Is kind of how it went, and uh, I just you know like a good husband did what I was told. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is kind of, I just retired from the military, and we live in a very small town, so. I'd moved back. The dating pool is very thin. And so it's like you hang around the same six people every day. And that's kind of, you know, we just hit it off. Way to make me feel really special. I'm sorry. You are (laughs) special. I didn't, that sounded horrible. (laughs) Yeah. We're just silent on this end. We're not trying to dig you out of that hole. We'll let let that happen of its own. I'm going to let that one marinate a little bit. (laughs) Let me grab my shovel out of the back real quick. Exactly. Exactly. It was a very hot view you know, people that was out there, but yeah. Okay. I was the pick of the litter. That and I had just wicked lots of money, you know, and <laughs> so she, I'm just, that's not true. Let's talk about your lifestyle journey, guys. So six years together, married for five, you're, you're in the lifestyle. How long have you been in the lifestyle for? What made you be interested in, in, in joining the lifestyle? Well, I was thinking about that today because I don't know whether you guys, like, I don't know how everybody gauges it. So I don't know whether you guys gauge it from the moment you you had your first lifestyle experience or from the moment you started talking about it. We gauge it from whatever the people want to gauge it at, honestly. I mean, there's so much debate out there about terms of the lifestyle, what it means and all of that. I mean, we were talking about the lifestyle for a few months, I think maybe six months or something like that. Is that about right? Six months? Yep. At six months before we even went out to do anything. And then again, a few more months later before we actually, you know, did anything, air quotes. So I don't know. I mean, some people go and they just talk about it and then they go to a lifestyle resort and, you know, they're in the lifestyle as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, debating that. Tell us about your journey. 
I guess it's been about a year and a half then yeah. since we started talking about it. But I'll let you tell the story of how you feel like we got in. Well, we, once again, you know, we just, it became a, started as bedroom talk and just sexy talk. And it was kind of like, I was, hey, what would you think about, you know, being with a, another guy to begin with? And it was, uh, she was like, is this a trap? Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly that. Is this a trap? No, I was just, just curious, asking for a friend, you know, and... <laughs> It just kind of started from there and just the sexy talk just kept going. And then, you know, our first experience was probably six months afterwards after we started talking about the same. And so we, the threesome. And so we talked about it and I was like, so do you want to do this or not? And she says, yeah. And I said, I'm going to call a friend because I was in the military for 24 years Mm -hmm. and I knew, you know, I could trust and I knew knew that she'd be attracted to him. And so I just called him up and I'm like, Hey, this is going to seem really weird, but, um, would you like to sleep with my wife? And so we talked about it for a week or two. Right. And, you know, we did video chats and stuff like that when you came, you know, brought you in right away. And it just, it happened rather quick. The first experience after we start talking that's that's actually a lot to unpack i mean the fact that you knew that he that person would be you know an open (laughs) recipient of receiving the hey like do do you want to fuck my wife is one thing but what i love about this story is that you your dirty talk actually started with another guy that's i wouldn't say it's rare i mean that's probably not it's probably not fair to say that it's rare but it's definitely it's 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 at the smaller end of the spectrum yeah so certainly i think in our experience, most of the people we've met have um, started with the, suppose let's call it a, the stereotypical guy wants to be with another woman and, and it starts with another another lady if it's a threesome. So Yeah, so it's refreshing. What makes this story like even kind of more a lot to unpack, I guess, would be that if you were to, you know, be in our circle of friends and know us both intimately as a friend, if you were to be in our circle of friends, you'd be like, Tippy's the freak. Mike's the normal one. So the fact that it came from him mm-hmm. yep. is would be surprising to a lot of people. Now, would it be surprising that it was the male that brought it up to most people? Probably not. But in our particular relationship, I don't think anybody would be surprised to know that I was a swinger. <laughs> but <laughs> him, they would probably be surprised about. So the fact that he brought it up, that's why I was like, this is a trap. He's trying to catch me in ah. something. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That happens actually. I think some people, when they do bring it up, the the other the receiving person's like, mm, yeah, that's re- that's really interesting. So you you called up your mate and you had you had a, a threesome. How was that that first time around, Mike? Seeing Tippy with another another man, you know, and and that being, I guess, a part of your fantasy. What was it like the first time? It was hot. I mean, I I enjoyed it. She really enjoyed it, and our friend he. He enjoyed it, but he had a little stage fright off the, the front end. And then, you know, it calmed down and everything ended up really well. But it was it was hot. I mean, I liked it. It's, I mean, I'm just as into bringing another female or a couple in. Mm-hmm. But, like, we were really wanting to have an experience. And we talked about a female as well. But I didn't have a female friend that I could just call up. And, <laughs> and say, uh, Turns but, out I do, but <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. Man, we need to get to know your fucking friends. I know. <laughs> fucking friends is exactly underlined fucking yeah. friends. What about now? So you had that first experience. Just to really quickly, like, where are you at now in your in your lifestyle journey, if you if you want to call it that? So it's funny because I travel a lot for work, and you know, it, it, in the last probably four to five years, we're gone 
two weekends a month minimum, sometimes a whole week out of the month. So we travel a lot. And so I decided going into 2020 that it's, it's so ironic at this point. I'm like, this is the year we stay home. We're going to, you know, not knowing, obviously. We were so it's your literally- fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we cause this. Yeah. Literally get home. But, you know, I decided I'm going to slow down my travel schedule. I've been doing this for four to five years. I'm going to slow this down a little bit. And we're going to really dive into exploring this lifestyle. And so we started booking parties and um, hotel takeovers and the uh, Club Euphoria event in August that ended up now being canceled. And so we really like dove into planning out our lifestyle year and trying to explore that a little bit more and then wah, 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 uh, everything shut down. And so, you know, we have uh, had threesomes. That's kind of been our, our most success- successful ventures so far. We've had lots of dates. With, with dates and it just, it's either like she's not attracted to the guy or I'm not attracted to the girl. And, it, you know, the, the problems that come with it. And it's, I don't, you, you think some days are we being too picky mm. or are we, you know, and, We've liked, enjoyed the company with everyone. It's not a matter of we just didn't like them. It's just we weren't attractive. Yeah. And as a couple, you know, we've had a couple where, you know, you were or I was, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. So, so far, like our experiences with couples, like in particular, have been soft experiences, not for the lack of trying. Trust me, we're like, let's do the, you know, we're not necessarily a soft swap couple. We are willing to be full swap, but we just haven't found the right couple, I guess. We're just failing miserably. I think I think a lot of people do. You know, you said there, are we are we being too picky? And for the for the dates that we have gone on over the over the years that have not ended up in the bedroom, I mean, and, and the ones that have, I mean, there's definitely a much much higher percentage. And in fact, actually, it was one of the reasons why we started our journey dating and then we started going you know what let's go to the club like let's just meet a lot of people in a big atmosphere at the one time to try and help with that and it can be frustrating and yeah I think I think we've all questioned whether or not we're being too picky and and you know whether hey these aren't life partners you know it's just it's a it's a fun atmosphere like shit and I think a lot of couples kind of struggle with that and go through it and say well where is the where is the line that we draw between this is my body and, and you know, it, it holds a certain level of respect and I want to make sure that there's other people that are receiving that are, you know, of a certain level and then the other flip side of that is, hold on a second, it's just a bit of fun. Man, you are deep into that one, aren't you? Deep into it, yep. <laughs> Let's talk about these couples then and let's start talking about being being an age gap couple. So the people that you are dating, are they in the middle of your ages? Are they Tippy's age? Are they Mike's age? Did you and, and, and those ages, the people that you're seeking out, is there an age gap or range for those people? No, it's it's I guess it'd be closer to my age for sure. But that's I think part of that is that there's not in our area, there's not a lot of, you know, late twenties uh, couples out there. They're just they just don't exist here. The, in, in our area, I'm not, you know, if we was to go further out, I'm sure that they exist, but we haven't found them. Yeah. But we've been in my age group or probably in the 30s, mid 30s. I guess yeah. we should say that I'm 28 and Mike is 48. So that's what the is. So when you're asking ages, yeah, I don't know that we've, I don't know that we've dated. We never even talked about like what age group we would, we just, it's either there's an attraction yeah. or there's not. Mm-hmm. And, 
And I almost, and this is probably bad to say, because I, if I met them in person, I'd probably feel different. But when we're, you know, meeting people on sites and doing the online thing, I almost steer away from people that I see that are actually in my age group, because just typically for me, I'm attracted to people that are older than me. I don't have a whole lot in common with people my own age, actually. Unless they just happen to be more like me, you know, so, so we just kind of steer away from them. And so we typically are dating in that early, mid 30 to 40 and upwards kind of age range. I think, I think that is kind of the bubble as well around, you know, there is a, there is a bubble of people entering the lifestyle and, and to our experience, it's generally sort of in the thirties and forties, generally either their relationship has kind of grown through a long-term relationship before that, you know, maybe a long-term marriage, or the other side of that is they've finished one marriage and perhaps starting with a new, I was going to say more exciting, but that's not really what I mean, because that could make it sound terrible. But, you know, a new, more more open relationship in the second time round, and, and they tend to then get into the lifestyle. As So we, that's kind of what we've seen as well, right? Around that 30 30 to 40 year old is kind of where the the mass grouping is right now. Granted, that's starting that is starting to spread now down lower. I think because you know we can all agree that think things are a little more sexually fluid for people in the lower age groups now. I was going to say I, I actually think I I actually would disagree with you there because so I'm 35 right now. We were, I was 29 when we joined the lifestyle, and we find it extraordinarily difficult to find couples my age because of the fact that they are starting young families. So more often than not, if they're going to have a family, they're having it, you know, young 30s and therefore they've got young kids at home and less likely to be able to go out and, and do stuff. So they're kind of focusing on that side. So I think that we found, you know, couples at that 29-year age bracket and then fast forward up to the 40-year age bracket, you know, and there's kind of not very many people in between. Um, depends on the country, depends on the city just overall. But it's funny, Tippy, you mentioned there that you, you find older men uh, attractive. Older people, she said. Did she say, I thought she said older men? No. Ah, in my next question, but I won't ask that anymore then. <laughs> well, you may, you still probably need to. I mean, it's an assumption just on a, on a word drop, so I'm not sure that that's appropriate. Okay, so <laughs> you, you mentioned that you find older people um, <laughs> attractive. If you were to date somebody, uh, you know, if you see somebody coming across the profiles and say they're 25 years old, do you put any of those preconceived barriers up or are you just open to let's go, let's go and meet them. And then also, Mike, how would you feel about that? So Tippy comes to you and she's like, there's a couple here, they're 25 years old. Do you guys sit down and go, oh, that age, I don't know. Or do you just go, yep, they look like great people, let's meet them. I, that's a great question. I would really need to take a, like, hopefully their, their profile is good. That's a big one for me. I put a lot of information on our profiles about us so that you can get to know us a little bit better. It's maybe a little bit wordy, but I'd rather share too much than not share enough. I'm hoping that their profile is good. And if their profile is good and they seem like we would have something in common, I'm okay with it. But if there is basically nothing in the profile and it's like just here for fun or something, you know, those typical taglines that you see a lot on the websites or the apps or whatever you may be using, I would have a lot of pause. I'm probably going to swipe whatever, which way you swipe (laughs) on those types of people. But what about you? It it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it's once you start interacting and if it seems like it's, it's going to work, then I'm, I'm all for meeting up and, and that, 
it doesn't it doesn't bother me that they're younger. Like, I don't know, it just doesn't even come into my mind, to be honest. Well, we had a situation with a, an opportunity to interact with a female came up. And she's, what, three years younger? So in that 25-year range, that that discussion of her age was never it never no. came up it didn't come up as a as a problem we haven't hooked up with her yet but it's not it wasn't a an age thing that was ever the problem and it doesn't bother me whether it's like even if it was a male like the male side it doesn't bother me you know reading into the question i guess is it you know i'm not intimidated by younger men at all that doesn't bother me at all so yeah i'm good with it all <laughs> nice nice and relaxed I, I like it interesting i guess the there's a few things that you're you're talking about and some of the responses because i did actually ask this question on our forums and some of the responses were around well we didn't talk about age you know we never really look at age and if you meet people at a club or at a resort or a, an event or whatever you don't know their ages you're not walking up going hi i'm i'm kate I'm from singapore i'm 35 years old um no children have one dog you know successful in my career aspirations you, you don't do that you know i think all of those things are a little bit uh stripped away as it is yeah i, I agree yeah. with that we've spoken about kind of dating a, a younger couple what about the flip side of that and i'm gonna share something with you guys the reason i'm asking this question is because oftentimes the couples that approach us are daryl's age or older so when we first started and again i was, I was 29 um so daryl was 39 and a lot of the couples were either his age or actually much older and so the age gap between daryl and i being 10 years and then I'd, I'd load on the next amount of years to the next person you know and and oftentimes i would be the youngest person Person in the room by, you know, obviously at least a decade, but oftentimes, you know, even two decades. I think when we first joined the lifestyle, we were like, okay, we're going to try and find, you know, we want committed couples only. We don't want fuck buddies. We want people that are kind of around this 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 idea and this age bracket or whatever. And sometimes it was difficult. We'd never go younger, but we'd generally tend to, to go older. And do you guys find that, that too? I mean, Mike, are you dating people older than you guys as well? And does that come into play? Not really. I mean, I, I don't know why that is. It's not that we've purposely made that decision, but it just ended up, it's just not ended up that way. I think I've always been the oldest. Yeah. yeah. There was one female that was a year She older was a year older than me. You're right. Yeah. That we went on a date with. But yeah, I don't, it's, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. If I, as long as I get in the room or at the dinner or the bar or whatever, and they don't seem like they're the typical 60 year old or whatever, you know what I mean? If they seem young and we have a connection and there's, you know, conversation is flowing and there's something there, then I'm good with it. it, it but a lot of the times what we have ran into is they're more uncomfortable with me than I am with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So we do run to that some, you know, and usually the female has a lot of questions or concerns where it's like for him, you know, where it, are you going to be attracted to me because your wife is 28 years old? Okay. Yeah. Down, we'll call it, say down, they're from down south, but the, we had that and she just flat out asked me, I mean, are you even going to be attracted to me because, you know, your wife's. 20 years younger and she was a year older than me right that breaks my heart actually i just i just had a little bit of a like oh oh she was a beautiful woman i mean there was nothing at all wrong i don't know why you know i can see why i guess i get it i can see where that gets in your head i've never yeah so i feel like from our end we're we're good with it but i feel like we've had more people say no to us because of my age Mm -hmm. just eight now i think if they get to know me if they were to go out to dinner with us and get to 
know us, they would see that I am not your quote unquote air quote typical 20 something. So like you said, like I've got children, lots of them. I have a successful career. So I don't, it's a different playing field. Yep. You know? Do you guys actually say, you said you had a really big wordy profile and you really want to make sure you get a lot of it. Do you talk about being an age gap couple in your profile? And I don't just mean like in the bio where it says your, your ages. I mean, do you actually say, Hey, we're an age gap couple, but please don't, you know, don't stop that from connecting with us. Like I'm, I'm, you know, do you kind of ju- try to justify that or do you just let it fall where it may? I, I did say, I do mention because the other thing, and I'm not yucking anybody's yum at all. Don't get me wrong here, but I have had lots of, are you looking for a daddy type of messages because of our age gap? And because I do mention it in our profile and I have, I just put like, yes, there's a 20 year age gap. It works for us. Don't be weird. Is the only thing that I like put in, in our profile about Straightforward it. Straightforward and valid. Yep. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, like I said, if that's what somebody's thing is, I'm fine with that. That isn't my thing or our thing. We do get that type of message. Well, Kate just got one of those. Kate just got one of those recently, actually. Are you looking for a daddy? That was that was like in the last couple of weeks. I think. I've actually had a few of those. Yeah. And yeah. And a part of me is like, well, I don't like is is there benefits to this? Are we going to nice dinners and nice (laughs) hotels? Like because because maybe I do. Like, I don't know. Whoa, 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 hang on. It, 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 there's an implication there that we're not go, doing the nice dinners and, and, and no, going if, to nice nice hotels ourselves. No, because in my, in my head I relate it to like a stature of like he's paying for fucking everything and I'm like, wait a second, am, yeah. I, am I getting presents I think you might be thinking of sugar daddy. I am. Yeah, not just daddy. I know. Different. Is it different? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Very, very different. It is, but in my head I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I am actually interested in that. I don't know. You've already got a fucking sugar daddy. How much more sugar do you need? A lot. Uh, <laughs> All the sugar. All the sugar. Yeah, I got, I got a sweet tooth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> financial sweet tooth. A financial sweet tooth. So that's, I mean, that's fantastic. And I, I really appreciate that. And, and I kind of going back to what you said, Mike, the it, it does shock me a little bit that you know, a, a woman would approach you and say, "Like, do you, would you find find me attractive?" I, my mind didn't even go there. I think one of the things that we come up against when people are approaching approaching us and our age gap is not whether or not Daryl's going to find the other woman attractive, but it's generally is is he pushing her into it? You know, we used to get a lot of that when I was twenty nine. Like, wh- whose decision? A lot of people would approach us and say, "How long have you guys been together for?" You know, like trying to judge our commitment to each other. Whose decision was it to come into this? And I think there is a lot of judgment out there that if there is a younger woman, that immediately, well, heavens, it must have been the guy that's you know he, he's kind of forcing her to be there and and all this sort of thing. And I think it's good to try and break down some of that that stigma. Oh, I didn't really see that. Didn't really see what you're describing earlier, but. You know, that, that's probably because I'm just oblivious to it more than anything else. I hadn't really noticed that, but even now, I don't think, I don't know, I don't think there's a lot of a lot of concern over our age gap in terms of where we sit right now. Nobody seems, nobody really seems to 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 be overly worried about it. Um, I don't know that it's changed anything for us in in any real way. Other than perhaps, you know, as, as you mentioned in the profile scenario, if somebody just glances at us and, and I'm outside of their age range that they've predetermined but break every three or four times that they go out and meet somebody at a club, um, you know, there's there's that as well. Uh, I don't really mind that. I mean, everybody has their 
everybody's allowed to have their choice in life and if they decide that I'm too old for them then so be it I mean that's that's fine um, and, and if they decide that Kate's too young for them as well then so be it I, I don't really judge people for that and, and I don't think they should be but more importantly um, I don't really think it's it may have limited in some cases for us just because of the countries we've lived in along the way it's it is hard to say culturally, you know, what's what's appropriate and and what's normal and you know what people are looking for. I think definitely we had seen, um, especially in Australia and even in the United States, you know, some events that we can't go to purely because of the the age bracket. Um, we actually we went to a club in Spain once and it had an age limit on it, and Daryl was like, "Well, I'm a year older than that, so where to from here? You know, how do we how do we kind of how do we navigate that? And so there's been some you know things over the years that just because of our age have caused some issues where either I wasn't allowed to go because it was like a 45 and over party, or he wasn't allowed to go because it was like a 45 under party. You know, and so we've fallen perhaps outside of some of those those brackets. Um, I mean, in your in your area and seeing some of the parties, have you, have you seen a lot of that in in your area? Well, I asked you about that with uh, Young Swingers Week. We had a conversation, you and I had a conversation about that, Kate, because I was like, I want to go, but are they going to give But him- I'm an old swinger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but are they going to give Mike the boot because he's, you know, over what they, what you would consider young, I guess. And so, uh, no, you know, there are some in the Chicago area, which is several hours from us that, that do put the, there's nights, I guess. It's not the whole club or mm-hmm. anything like that is uh, limited, but there's a couple of weekends a month that you have to be under 40, I think it is, or 30 eight or something uh and then some of the clubs in the area will do on occasion a kind of like a young swingers night and i think it's like a 35 and under or a 40 and under or something but i haven't seen any that set a minimum age they're kind of like bring all the young people i don't know i haven't seen any of the the minimum but i have seen like a maximum age but it hasn't really been a big... Going back to, you know, your point before about, you know, being more mature and expecting people to be at kind of your level and that's what you find not only, you know, uh, attractive but it's it's who you want to surround yourself with because they, they more, you know, closely represent yourself. I, I very much felt the same way. And so sometimes when I do see those events where they're like, you have to be above a certain age, I'm like, hold, hold on a second. I moved out quite young. I bought my house when I was quite young. Like everybody tells me I'm, I'm quite an old soul. Like, come on, guys. Like, just... Because of my birth certificate, let's not discount me. You're pretty cross. <laughs> what a compliment. I know, right? Yeah, it's interesting that you actually do bring up Young Swingers Week as well because I think there is – it's a common question, you know, uh, and even Desire Resorts has a month there where it's like sexy, young, and free, and there's this argument of – or debate of, well, hold on a second, what is young, damn it? You know, I think that's – some of the times I don't mind when when events actually do put a, a bracket on it because you kind of know it's very black and white. You know you know where you stand. I think where some of the ambiguity happens is where it's sexy, young, and free. Well, what does that mean? You know, I mean, Tippy, you're quite you're quite mature. You know, you would say you would perhaps uh, identify as somebody who is an older soul, maybe. You know, and, and and the flip side of that, Mike would identify as. Hold on a second, I I am young. You know, I'm I'm dressing young. I'm doing younger activities so therefore what is the definition and i know with young swingers week they do have on their website an actual um an age chart so even though they're titled as young swingers week they say well here's here's the age range of say 18 to 29 and that's the percentage that comes and then 46 years old plus that's the percentage that comes um and so you can see that you know because i think they do recognize the fact that there is a young at heart 
understanding as opposed to just a an age, you know, a defining yeah. age number. Yeah, and I think that that makes a big difference for us because most people don't know that he's as old as he is or that I'm as young as I am. So we kind of, you know, if you got split us in half, we'd be like, what, 38, <laughs> 40, <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So do you guys want to, let's, uh, I actually put this up in our community and had some responses from people about, about dating age gap couples. You guys want to run through some of those? Yeah. Sure. Okay. We had a lot, so I'm not going to be able to run through them all because I mean, we'd, we'd be here for hours, uh, if we, if we sat and ran through them all, but just to give you guys an understanding of perhaps what people think about you as an age gap couple, I think it's interesting because you said there before, you know, maybe people are scrolling scrolling your your dating profiles and then and just immediately saying no you know they're, they're outside of our age bracket and actually on that as well I think some of the times the issue with the dating sites as well is that people look for that age you know what I mean like uh, one of the ones down here in Asia we can input his age and her age so specifically uh-huh. if we were looking for someone the female was my age and the, and the male was Daryl's age we could actually very much input that but of course every time you do that you're limiting your you know, people that you're coming across. But I do think that when people search, if they're just searching perhaps around Tibby's age bracket, you know, you guys might not come up in their profile um, because of the the difference. And that's a shame, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I try to go under what I think I'd be comfortable with and also over what I think I'd be comfortable with so that you get more of a variety there, you know? Yeah, it is funny because I think I've definitely grown as an individual in in the, the time we've been in the lifestyle but I still do freak out if there's – more for guys, actually, if there's a young, significantly younger guy. In my head, I'm like, no, he's too young, which is just crazy because, again, he might be somebody who has had a lot of life experience and I'm just completely writing him off because of his age. And I do try to make myself stop reacting that way. You know, we actually had a 23-year-old guy approach us, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and immediately I was like, oh, 23, I don't know, babe. All right, so these guys are Sonoma Pair, and they're, I always get this wrong. You guys might want to correct me. Spokane? Spokane. Spokane. Okay, they're from Spokane. And I asked a couple of questions. So some of the questions I asked to give you guys an understanding is, have you played with an age gap couple before? Do you believe that age gap couples have a harder time finding a four-way connection? Would you have a problem playing with an age gap if they were 10, 20, 30 years apart? Uh, is there a difference between the male and the female being the older or the younger of the two? And what questions would you ask? So just to kind of go through some of these points. So I asked, have you played with an age gap couple? They're 51 and 56 years old. And they said, yes, we have. The guy was in his early 60s and the girl was early 40s. So they had a 20-year age gap. And um, they said they, they loved it. There was a lot of confidence there in in both of the individuals. I asked if they, if they had a harder time believing that there was a harder time with age gap couples making that four-way connection. And they're saying they think that there would be. Do you guys actually, when you're thinking about this and kind of in your journey now, do you think you have a harder time finding that four-way connection? Do you, do you relate that to age or is it just because they're not floating your boat? For me, it's more that we just haven't made that connection. It's not been a, an issue of age. Um, but that being said, we, we haven't really been with a, a significant age gap couple. You know, I think, what, six years would have been probably the there so we don't even you know at 20 years we don't consider six years an age gap but yeah the you know it's um it's all in in what you you know what you want but we haven't had a problem on our end now that doesn't mean that people haven't looked at our profile and went no you know and uh, it's a good thing you you don't know how many denials you get yeah I guess, you, know, you know with without knowing so yeah 
I, I think that, I, like I said, I think that the, the problems have come more from the couples that have been together a long time and have no, basically no age gap there at all. And, and they are the ones that are more uncomfortable with it. So I, you're, you're making an interesting statement there because there are a lot, and I think this is probably more common in the United States, there are a lot of couples who, high school sweethearts, and then they go through life and they're maybe empty nesters and then they're starting this journey and they're the exact same age or maybe a year apart. And I think definitely there, there might be some of those um, misunderstandings of about age gap couples. And that's purely because of the fact that their high schools, they've just been together forever and they haven't been out in the dating pool and realized there's a, you know, a definite amount of diversity that exists out there now. That's not their fault. That's just their, their, their surrounding and upbringing. So the other thing that Sonoma Pair brought up that I, I did want to mention, they said, would they, I asked, would they have a problem? They said, absolutely not. We're open to anything, body shapes. And they said, however, generally playing with a couple that is a lot younger than we are, and they do reference 20 years younger, so they're 51 and 56, uh, it has happened. They said they've played with younger people, but they said it can be a challenge. We have to get out of our own heads. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a confidence issue for her or, I mean, obviously, that's the way I took it. And she was a beautiful woman and, and had no reason to, to be insecure at all, but that's the way she came across, whether she meant to be that way or not. She said, are you going to find me attractive when your your wife's 20 years younger? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, but it almost made me feel bad that she felt that way. You know, it's... And then so. we have wondered about that, if part of our struggle to, to get people to go to that next level with us has been a confidence thing on their end. And, and because, like you mentioned, a lot of people that we have dated because we've gone on several dates and almost all of them are like you said, empty nesters have been together a really, really long time, whether they're, whether they be high school sweethearts or college sweethearts or whatever it may be, they've been together a long time and their, their children are out of the house are almost out of the house. Whereas our youngest is a year old. So we're almost kind of the opposite in almost every way as they are. And so we have wondered if it's that, sort of that confidence thing on their behalf but we're here to tell them like let's we're, like it's you're good let's go yeah <laughs> some of that from a from a, like a dating standpoint some of them may not want to mess with a, a couple even though i'm older with young kids you know and what that entails and you know not being available as much as someone else might be but we're just having had a problem with it from our end and I haven't really seen like any rejection. Mike, when you guys are out on, on dates and I mean, do you, do you actively flirt with that other, other lady and, you know, kind of, do you, I mean, are you actually kind of not reassuring her, but making sure that it's known that, Hey, this is okay, like, you guys are interested. Have you kind of taken yourself out of your normal flirt style and turned it up a notch because you're like, I want to make sure that they're very well aware that, you know, we're interested and, Oh, I think so, but I definitely could do a better job. I mean, it's it's one of those things that I constantly have to remind myself. I'm, you know, I spent the last 15 years of my career in the military being cautious of everything I said to a woman because, you know, I was afraid of any repercussions that might come with that. So it's it is it has been something that I work on, you know, the flirting, especially online. I'm I'm horrible. I'm good in person. I'm horrible online. It's <laughs> I struggle. I struggle there. To give him the good old like elbow. I'm yeah. like, God. One of the things, one of the things that we've found, and, and we talk about this over the years a lot, but we always tend to sit 
across from each other. But sometimes what I'll do is if I'm mid-date, if I'm finding that... And it it doesn't always have to be the opposite sex too. You know, I was just referring to you, Mike, kind of reassuring the female or flirting with the female to make sure that she was feeling comfortable. But oftentimes what I'll do, especially if they're um, of an older age, uh, age than even, you know, Daryl, so the gap to me is larger... I'll, I might sit next to the, the husband for a piece and then halfway through the meal, I'll swap it up and I'll be like, oh, I want to sit next to the lady, like girl time kind of thing and, and, and engage and talk with her to, to again, have that female on female, almost that reassurance of like, it's fine, you know, and I think that until they see that level of maturity, until maybe sometimes they've interacted with us, it can, yeah, it can create some barriers and I think the only way to break it down is to, to have conversation. So I try to do a bit of reassuring on, on both sides. If, if I feel the couple needs it if i don't and they're just obviously happy about you know they don't care about it then i don't even you know i'm just it's just a normal date yeah i love that idea and and on that that situation with that with that particular couple it ended well for her and i and not so well for you and him i mean it wasn't that you didn't get along but and it was me like, and her. yeah and you and her got along fine but yeah. he was just kind of he wanted he wanted to be the uh, like i've heard this this phrase a lot but he wanted to be the, like the yoda i think mm-hmm. because he saw kind of like a newer couple he knew that we didn't have any full swap experiences with couples i think he wanted to be that and so he was kind of like taking on like you know almost that daddy or like that yoda or whatever it may be role he wanted that and that was a turnoff for me because I'm not interested. I want to have fun. Let's be friends. Let's go out and have drinks and dance. And like, let's, let's, you know, we can do normal things too, but I'm not looking for a, a mentor. You know, that was kind of a, a downfall. Yeah, that was that. kind of the thing. I think that for him anyway, it was like they wanted to take us in under their wings yeah. and show us the ropes. And, you know, I, I appreciate that, but it was almost to the weird, weird point, you know, yeah. it was a little weird for us. Yeah. yeah, people do get excited and obviously once you get into this lifestyle, you do kind of want to start to, you know, if you're, you're seeing benefits, it's like anything, if you're seeing benefits to something, you know, you start exercising or I don't know, you learn a new language or something and then all of a sudden it's all you talk about, you know, and you're trying to get the other, like, look at all of the benefits that come along with these set of steak knives, you know, it's really hard to <laughs> not try to, to do that, so it's funny. Another one we had here is from uh, Carefree and they're from Arizona and they're 50 and 52 have you played with an age gap couple before? This is in this is in capitals, and it says hell yes, and we've loved it. Ooh. And they said primarily in the ten to twenty age gap range. And in the in the question of do you believe that age gap couples have a harder way of finding a four way connection? And they said it depends on the couple. We've noticed it's more about the maturity of the younger half, so that'd be you, Tippy, and about the youth youthful spirit of the seasoned half. Um, and then they went on to be funny and said, "Is seventy the new sixty, or is seventy the new forty? Who knows?" When you're in the club atmosphere, you do look across the room and you see people, and you go, "Huh, they're having a great time." and there's obviously that there might be a, an obvious age gap, but yeah, he seems useful, youthful, or she seems youthful, and then the other, you know, the flip side of that. I, I mean, I think there is a lot of that happening out there. So they're they're, they're pro age gap, so they like it. <laughs> yeah, hey, give them a, our number. <laughs> yeah. This one here from Austin, Texas. So this is our take by storm, and they're 36 and 41, so they have a five year age gap. And they said it's something that we shy away from if it becomes too large, but it would depend on the. The impression of the people, though, and this kind of goes back to the fact that online it can be very difficult to to understand, you know, what the impression of the person is. I mean, you're just going by profiles, right? So, I don't know. Do you think there are a way that we as age gap couples can get the point across through things like photos or trying to? I think that 
young, old, middle age, any of it, photos are super important. But I think that allowing your personalities to shine through a little bit in your profile, and I'm that is hoping that people are reading profiles because I get messages all the time fully 100% knowing that people do not read profiles because as he mentioned, hates online things. I run every single social media platform. And when it gets to the point where I'm like, hey, here are these people, then I get him involved. I get, and that it says on our profile, every single one of them, the missus runs the profile, you know? And so I get, your wife is so hot on a regular basis, you know? So I know people don't, but I think that the way that we kind of fix that problem, if you will, of people being afraid of the age gap is, is by inserting some personality and that can be in your photos. I think photos are a great way because that's what people are going to probably look at first. Mm, It's the the easy thing, right? Scroll through some photos. Yeah. 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 So showing some fun, whether you guys like to dance or you like to mountain climb or you like to whatever it is that that's going to show people a little bit about yourself is important. But then also our whole profile is full of like little silly, like I mentioned, don't be weird, just little silly kind of I mentioned that he's super outgoing in person. He does really, really well in like social settings and I do better more one-on-one settings. I get really super awkward and I have really bad RBF and I can't help it. And it doesn't mean I'm bitchy. It's just that it's just my face. It's just the way you look. It's It's just my face. Don't be mean. It truly is just my face. But I put that I have a terror. I suffer from RBF. So don't be afraid to approach us if you see us out somewhere, you know? So I put those types of things into our profile on purpose so that it makes somebody chuckle or relate or laugh or realize that we're pretty normal and that they have a, a reason to approach us with something to say. Or at least we hope that. I yeah. hope that. I yeah. hope that that's my purpose behind it. Now, we've spoken a fair bit about people that may have barriers about age gap couples, but this next one I want to share with you guys is actually is a positive because I think you would see a lot of this as well. And Tippy, you mentioned earlier about being attracted to um, more mature people. So this one's from Scorpio85. They're in uh, Denver and she is 33, he's 42. So nine year uh, age gap. And they said, yes, age gaps can be rough and it certainly does add a level of difficulty in finding those four-way connections. But they said, however... Mrs. Scorpio prefers dating older men than her. And to be honest, I prefer dating younger women. And so I think that there can also be, you know, for those age gap couples out there, there can be actually a very good immediate connection because if I'm if I'm immediately attracted to older men, obviously I'm with Daryl and he's attracted to perhaps younger women, then finding another age gap couple for us is like, oh my God, it's perfect you know like we're both on the same playing field like it's it's all fine I mean when you're looking you know if you're looking for the the couples that you're trying to connect with would you believe you'd have an immediate connection with a with an age gap couple I think there's some commonality there right off the bat just if I he was 48 and I was 48 and we met another couple that was both 48 you know there is commonality there there's there's experiences that are similar so I feel like the same is true with with you know, meeting a couple that has an age gap. Yeah. As you were reading that, it made me think that, man, we, I need to be looking for an age gap couple because (laughs) that perfectly what I was, you know, what I think in my mind. So it's, I am attracted to younger women, not on a physical level always, but I dated before her and I got together. I dated girls that were close to my age and it was just, I struggled because, um, they're, 
they were just old hearts, you know, and I wanted a younger soul, you know, it was, it was they were ready to shut down their life and I'm ready to go, you know, yeah. it's, it would just, that was the connection. Yeah. As you, as you read that, I was thinking, you know, that, that is ideal scenario. We haven't seen a lot of them on our, on the profile, on the websites we've been on. But. Yeah. Well, it seems you might need to go to Arizona, guys, because this one's uh, this next one's Passion 69 couple, and she's 30 and he's 51. And they say that oh. we've, we've got an age gap of 21 years. It's not been an issue for us. The missus prefers to play with older men rather than the younger. And, she, and actually, they said younger for her. She's not a fan, so kind of what I was talking about earlier. Uh, it is really all about the chemistry with all parties. I mean, that's, that's, it. that's a given. But they said they are receptive to people that can match in personality, attitude, enjoy life. So really, Mike, I think that's at its core is what it's going back to. You know, you take age off the board, but it is a reference point purely because of the stage in which people are living their lives at you know you mentioned that a lot of people are perhaps looking to you know maybe settle down they're looking to do different things whereas you're like hold on a second i want to go out and travel i want to go to parties i want to get amongst it yeah yeah i see that a lot i mean i'm a lot the same way i love to get out and do do all the things that would be quote young things to do you know i still love to be active and travel and and on everything you know we'd like to go out i just that is who i am it kind of goes back to a lot of stereotypes i run into she just must have been like after money well i was broke as a joke really you know when we got together it wasn't that way but that's the stereotype you Mm. run into what i was saying earlier when we opened up the podcast was i was trying to get at that i wasn't targeting a younger girl that's who you end up around in our area when you're when you're single and you're mid 40s yeah you're going to be around people that are quite a bit younger. I'm not attracted to a lot of younger women personality-wise, but it just ends up that it's really weird. Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes as the older gentleman, you are tied with a certain brush, and I think that's just the reality of the world and, and, and judging right. until pe- people know you. In some aspects, yes. it's I want to be able to do what I want to do and and not have to like worry about everything you say. Much like when I was talking about the conversations, like text is a big one for me. And so I'll like when we're corresponding through text or uh, messenger or whatever, I will type something out and then erase it and type it back. I mean, it takes me forever because I'm like, Oh, I can't say that. That'd get me in trouble. You know, it's like, I, you know, I want to be, I want to be more flirty (laughs) and sexy. And then, like that in my head, the stuff you're talking about, it's been beating my head so long. Yeah. So now I have to reverse all of that. But yeah. You were too so, worried about being proper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move away from that, guys. So I really appreciated your your candor there talking about, you know, the age gap and, and issues if there are any. And I guess if you're out there and you're listening to this, you know, it is just another reminder that, you know, Tippy's obviously interested in meeting you guys. So don't see Tippy's age and, and immediately, you know, <laughs> make a make a judgment call on that go on a date because you never know what might happen but moving on to your lifestyle moving back to your lifestyle journey what is something that's on your fuck it list now i happen to know i have some back you know i have some some inside information i happen to know that you guys are going to hedonism next year with the euphoria chronicles group but tell me what some of the things that you know is still perhaps in your dirty talk in your bedroom that you haven't experienced yet that it is at, if you could have it tomorrow what is at the height of your like fuck it list this is kind of a new one. Recently, the the younger female that I mentioned, she lives local to us. And so something that was that I didn't realize I wanted until this came up was kind of like a hot husbanding situation versus like a hot wife going and playing solo, more of like a solo play for him. And then him coming home to me was 
is something that I've <laughs> dirty talked about a lot in the last few weeks since the topic of her came up. And I didn't ever think that it would be of interest to me, but I was, I found that I'm extremely interested in pimping, yeah, <laughs> pimping my husband. Out. She literally was pimping me out because we have a friend that she was discussing this with and he, he was talking to her about it and she pimped me out. She came outside and she's, Hey, would you like to go with, uh, we'll call her Heather, you know? So would you be up to go over there and, you know, sleeping with Heather and coming back? And I'm like, is this a trap? <laughs> you know, it's like the reversal. It's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, what am I supposed to say here? But it, it's definitely something that would be great, but it's more her fantasy than mine, which is fine. We want to fulfill all of our fantasies. So. Yeah. What, what about you, Mike? What's one of your fantasies that you're hoping to, to get out of lifestyle? There's no shame here too. So tell, tell us what it is. Get, get dirty with us. I don't know. I, I kind of like the club, going to a club and just kind of just getting the club atmosphere and then just a lot of like, I guess just a whole big uh, orgy going on. <laughs> we haven't been in that scenario, you know, and so it, it just would be really, we was watching an episode of Swingers, wasn't it? Swing. 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 TV swing. Yeah. And that was one of the couples and they, they started playing and, and everybody was just kind of joining in. And I was like, yeah. I want to do that, you know, so it, it was, yeah, but that was hot for me. Yeah. Have, have you, have you seen that in real life yet? Have you actually seen, seen that in front of you before? No, no. not yet. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. That's definitely something to <laughs> yeah. look forward to. Mike's definitely in for watching, having, having an orgy. Tippy, you're in for some hot husband action. Is there something that you really want to achieve, maybe even on a personal level when you're in the lifestyle, like getting closer together or seeing something new. I mean, I know you guys got this hedonism trips like traveling. Like what else have you got on, on your kind of fuck it list? For me and probably for, for Mike as well, because of just how he is social, uh, would be to, to really have a core. And I've spoken to you, Kate, about this a little bit is to have a really good core group of friends that we can kind of be who we are with. And, and we're very lucky. You now I've mentioned that we've, had threesomes with friends i have a female friend he has male friends that they know about us and about our lifestyle so we are not as quote-unquote in the closet as some are now if our tiny community knew it, they'd literally pop their top mm -hmm. but we do have people but they're not they don't consider themselves lifestylers for whatever reason they're singles who sometimes sleep with us you know so it, they don't consider themselves in the lifestyle. So for me, on my non-bucket, bucket, bucket list yeah. would be to have the pants on, pants off core, you know, kind of like what you guys have created with your community. I really want that for us. Yeah, I mean, I, I could echo the same thing. It's For me, trust is like so important and obviously with my background, but I like to be able to trust the people that I'm around with all sorts of things, you know, and that's probably the most important thing. And what I'd like to achieve out of it is exactly, you know, what, what you had said is that having that core group of fuck buddies <laughs> or whatever you want to call it that you can trust and share things with and it's it's not really easy around here where we're from because we're rural right in the bible belt and it's just it's tough to to find those people and some of them you find you don't really trust mm -hmm. so it's just a challenge to me you know i think you're gonna probably look back on 12 months and go like shit remember when we didn't really have a lot of connections and, and now we're traveling all over the states you know i think that you definitely find connections and it happens 
the friendships form quicker because of the fact that it's just no hold bards conversation, you know, with some people. <laughs> I hope so too. All right, so that has been uh, Tippy and Mike, Mike Concho, if I if I'm pro- pronouncing that appropriately. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thank you for sharing your journey and your story with us, and uh, we really appreciated your your time. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you it. for having us. Yeah. It's nice to like get to actually see you face to face and meet you and and all of that. So I appreciate it. All righty then. Thanks, guys. And if you want to reach out to these guys, you can do so via Twitter on ACDC. If you guys want to connect and ask more questions, specifically if you are an age gap couple and you want to share your journey or you want to share your barriers or perhaps even some of the things that you're doing out there to kind of break break away that stigma, do reach out. Yeah, yes, absolutely. We post lots of naked pictures on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for more ways to interact with Swinging Down Under, you can catch us on Twitter at Swing Down Under. You can also catch us on Instagram, Swinging Down Under, or head over to our website, swingingdownunder.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you would like to send us an email, jump online, do it at cnd at swingingdownunder.com. If you've got podcast topics, questions, you want to talk about your journey, you can also support the podcast through our website by clicking through on any of the affiliate links or alternatively to jumping over to patreon.com forward slash swingingdownunder and sponsoring the podcast. If you can't do any of those things but just want to make a feel-good day, leave us a five-star review. Cheers, everyone, and thank you again for supporting Swinging Down Under podcast.